Welcome to On The Couch Podcast, where you'll be on the couch with Mercedes. I am a marriage and family therapist associate. I'm Takesha. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapy associate. And I am Brittany. I am a licensed professional counselor intern. The purpose of this podcast is to talk about all things life, ranging from mental health to self-accountability. This podcast is not meant to be a substitute for a relationship with a mental health professional, but it is meant to serve as a platform where you can get dope content, no copay, be inspired to work on yourself and expand your perspective on diverse and uncomfortable issues. Now, let's get on the couch. Hey guys, welcome to session nine titled Accountable is Fuck. So in this session, we're going to be talking about holding ourselves accountable, talking about um, finances, discussing like what holds us back, such as blaming, um, just talking about social media posting, finding a balance, things that we do as adults that maybe we should kind of reconsider or consider doing more of. Um, so accountability um, has been defined as the fact or condition of being accountable or responsible. So... In order to hold yourself accountable, I think you would have to be honest with yourself. Correct. Um, Some things that I think I hold myself accountable for are my physical health and taking care of myself. And then my peace, trying to protect it by any means necessary, which can be hard, um, which is why we talked about boundaries in the beginning, because a part of holding yourself accountable for your peace is in certain boundaries and things like that. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So, guys, Brittany, what way do you hold yourself accountable in terms of your physical health? Um, I do my best to eat as well as I can. I love food. I do work out as much as I can. And working out is a part of the social aspect for me because I like to socialize. And usually at the gym, there's typically a good vibe. So I I really feel like that kind of kind of follows along with with what I identify with as far as being social and interacting with people so it's enjoyable for me you know it's not something hard it's not a chore yeah the working out can be hard though yeah definitely yeah (laughs) there's not denying that at all but oh yeah the vibe is good Mm -hmm. so it's easy for me to go right so if the vibe wasn't good I wouldn't go Mm -hmm. because I don't want to go somewhere where I just don't have good energy so yes Mm -hmm. um I think it'd be hard for me to date someone who don't want to take care of their physical health. Okay. Because it'll be like we two different, mm-hmm. I guess, interests. Or it could be. It. I guess it would depend. Um. Because sometimes you know, if that person meets you and they're open to you know changing a little bit as far as like their diet and going to work out, then that could be beneficial. Like you could be that motivator, motivator for that person. Possibly. And I think we all hold ourselves accountable at different levels. Um, So I know for me, I don't hold myself as accountable physically as I do for some other areas of my life, like Mm -hmm. financial or, uh, like we said before, peace of mind. Those Mm -hmm. are two that are at the top of the top for me. Because if I don't have these things, I know my mind will not be in the right place for me to really function at all. Um. So as far as dating, I feel like I would maybe be a little bit more flexible. Okay. Um, just because I know we all kind of have our strengths and our weaknesses and what might be most important for you mm-hmm. um, as far as being accountable may not be the same as mine. Right. And and we meet people at a different place in their lives. Yeah. I'm know? talking about as far as like eating like complete crap. I'm not talking about working out like I work out because I work out different, but I am talking about eating like crap I don't want to date somebody who just constantly eat like crap mm-hmm. um but peace of mind so holding myself accountable for my peace of mind because I think 
people fail to forget that nutrition plays a lot in optimal oh, wellness and peace of mind. So yeah. to me, it's kind of like all connected. Yeah. Um, so it'll be hard for me to date someone who don't want to take care of their peace of themselves and their mental health because mm-hmm. people just get really uncomfortable having a conversation about emotions mm-hmm. and communicating. And so since we are therapists, we communicate sometimes better than other people. Yeah. And like you said before, accountability requires honesty. And a lot of times that's difficult for people, you know, and sometimes people work better under pressure or sometimes people work better with having somebody to push them, you know, right. so there's, I feel like there's different levels mm-hmm. to accountability. Um, Cause I feel like sometimes I have to, especially with working out, mm-hmm. I would not be able to do that level if I was trying to do that by myself. Like I work better in groups specifically for the gym you know Mm because i I like the camaraderie i like being in that that environment Mm -hmm. you know um but yeah i think honest accountability definitely is aligned with being honest with yourself like you said oh yeah especially whenever it comes to expressing yourself and your emotions Mm -hmm. to other people and for some reason i just had deja vu i don't know if i've had this conversation before or not (laughs) but we were just talking about how important it is to be honest with yourself because yeah. you're not really openly expressing what it is that's bothering you or what it is that you need mm-hmm. if you're not honest with yourself. Because so many times we like to say, well, I don't need quality time or I don't need physical touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in reality, you do. So you can't hold these people accountable for not giving you what you need if you're not honest with yourself and right. letting them know right. what it is that you need from them. Because right. that type of honesty requires someone to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... That's kind of hard for people to do. Mm-hmm. It's real hard. Yeah. So if, if if you meet someone and you... So to me, like holding yourself accountable when in terms of relationships is kind of like a risk. Because if you don't ever open up and be vulnerable, you'll never know if it could ever work. And then if yeah. you just don't do it at all, then you... You're, it's like, a, what you yeah. call it, a catch-22? You won't even yeah. you don't ever know. Yeah. So it's either not going to work or you're going to stay there, but it's still not necessarily working because this isn't the true dynamic of the relationship right. that you want to be in. Yeah. But sometimes we get so caught up in wanting to have somebody that we're okay with that, even though you know half of your needs are not being met in this right. relationship. Yeah. So it's not really doing either of y'all any good. Right. That's true. But So I hold myself accountable for my happiness and that one to me is kind of big because happiness is something people like to tie external pieces to. Mm. That's really something that's an inside mm-hmm. job. And I had to learn that the hard way by holding myself accountable in regards to tying happiness to these milestones that I was trying to reach in life. Because once I got to those milestones, I still realized, hmm, I'm still kind of not happy. So I need to mm. change what happiness looks like or what it feels like to me right. and stop tying it to something that I can see or right. touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's big. Um because, you know, I, I find that a lot of, like you said before, a lot of people tie it to external things. Yes. And when you get to that level, you're not genuinely happy. No. You know, and, and some of the things that I've even been through in my life, I've kind of prided myself on, regardless of what I've been through, I'm still optimistic on something positive happening. Right. You know, so I try to keep that mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, happiness is... Like, when people ask me, like, what is your goal for life? My my life goal is to be happy. I know things mm-hmm. are going to happen, mm-hmm. but if I'm happy internally, I know I'm going to be good, regardless of my financial status, regardless of anything else. My The purity of happiness to me is what brings motivation for me. Mm-hmm. One of the ways I hold myself accountable for my happiness, 
um, which ultimately fuels everything else that we try to go after in life and our motivation for those things is practicing gratitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, studies have shown that those who practice gratitude have higher levels of happiness. Um, just to take account of all the things that we do have. And I mean, even when me and Mercedes lived in Denton and our water got cut off, not because we didn't pay the bill, y'all. Um, <laughs> but just because the apartment got shut down for a day, something was leaking, so they had to turn off all of our water. And I think those were kind of some of the major moments where we were like, mm. how thankful are we just to have running water, to yeah. have hot water? I mean, it, it was, was only for a day, day and right. it was miserable. I'm like, no, we don't, you know. So every day, just trying to practice gratitude for the things that we do have. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. Practicing gratitude has become a daily just habit, mm-hmm. all because of the state that we're in as a country. Mm-hmm. It just makes me practice gratitude for the the things that are going on around us. But mm-hmm. um, happiness is something that I think we have to not put in the hands of another person, yeah. especially the people we're dating. Right. Um, those people I enjoy being around. Like if I'm dating someone, I enjoy being around, but I don't ultimately want this person to be the only thing that the makes me source. happy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that can be very hold, dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when you hold that person accountable for your happiness or you hold this job accountable for your happiness or this thing, all of those external things can be taken away from us at any yep. point in time. Mm-hmm. Not that we should live life in fear. Like you said, Mercedes, enjoy them while we have them. Enjoy the moment. However... It is an internal job. It's yeah. something that we have to find within ourselves. Yeah. Everything else can really be taken away from us. Mm-hmm. It's something you constantly got to work at, but I would like, I think people should like, in relationships or in any type of friendships, like you be responsible for your happiness. This person is responsible for their happiness. Then we get together and we just like, yeah, merge. And thrive. Yeah, yeah. And thrive versus I do something wrong and all of a sudden I'm not making somebody right. happy. Fix me. Make me happy. Right, do right. something for me. That it's too much pressure. It is, it and is. it tears relationships apart. Yeah, I often try to figure out where this mindset comes from, from people feeling like they have to find that in somebody else instead of starting with themselves first. Now, I know, mm-hmm. you know, growing up, we rely on our parents for survival. We mm-hmm. need food. We need clothing. We need those type of things. So I think in that aspect, you begin to feel like I need somebody to survive, but... If you're taught the proper things to, you know, look for in yourself, I think... Nobody teaches them. Right, Nobody teaches nobody that. Experience teaches you that. Definitely, Life teaches you that. Yeah, nobody teaches us really emotional regulation, the Mm -hmm. self-love, the find what makes you happy outside of everybody else. Individuality. Nobody teaches individuality here. No. Nobody. No. So, that's when you got to hold yourself accountable to do those things, especially um, emotion regulation. It's just like, you know, your ability to identify your emotions yeah. and try to get to the root of why you're feeling a certain way. And we talked about emotion regulation earlier, but it really plays a big role in communicating with the people Absolutely. in your life, whether mm-hmm. it's at work, whether it's at home or in, in families and at the store. Like, if you can't communicate exactly what you're trying to get across... You're going to just storm out or get yeah. angry, and mm-hmm. then people are going to think you're an asshole. Yeah. And it is uncomfortable at first to to recognize for yourself that somebody had such a huge effect on you. I know for me specifically, I don't like to say nobody had no effect on me. You know, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> but that's unrealistic, right. right? People affect us whether we think they do or not. Yeah, um, they do. So you really do have to take account what they did, what they said that really made you feel away mm-hmm. and address it. Because us looking over it or trying to be strong or say that it doesn't matter, it's really a facade and it's going to come back. Yes, oh, definitely. definitely. It always comes yeah. back. 
Um, and then that gets you to the point of like getting stuck in a specific place because you're trying to put the blame on on someone else or whatever happened versus taking accountability for how you're going to respond to the situation. Mm-hmm. Yes, one of my biggest pet peeves. And this may be because I'm a therapist or maybe because kind of what I learned about myself and me learning to take accountability for my own emotions mm-hmm. is when people say, you made me sad. You mm-hmm. made me mm-hmm. mad. No one can make you feel anything. We all have our own perception of things. Mm-hmm. So you have to take back control of your emotions. Are you going to let this person continuously mm-hmm have control over how you respond, how you feel. And I decided I didn't want to be powerless anymore. Right. Like I can know that what you did I dislike, but I can choose how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. That's definitely you being a therapist. So do you guys feel like as therapists we are more apt at holding ourselves accountable in specific areas of our life or in all areas of our lives? Um, I try to hold myself accountable because of my field of work, but I also try to, rec- I also try to keep in mind that I am human. You know, I don't try to give off this this energy that I'm almighty and I don't have any problems or lack in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Um, but being in this field opens my eyes and I'm, I feel like I'm more aware because of it. Mm-hmm. But again, I, no, I don't negate the reality of me being human. Because I can't see a non-therapist person having that type of approach that you just had. Now, I love that approach and I try to have that approach, but mm-hmm. people do say you made me sad or it made me sad yeah and i know it's not always intentional and i know people aren't always literally speaking but for me i think it's triggering for me because i'm like okay now's the opportunity for you to own Mm. your own feelings now's the opportunity and i definitely know that that is the therapist in me because i'm sure they're not always thinking literally like oh this person actually literally made me feel this way but for me i'm like no don't even speak it like our Mm. words have value power they have power yeah and they mean something to us and don't give you know don't give it that much power right take control right now Mm -hmm. Take control right now. Yeah. yeah. And naturally, people want to blame something else because they don't want to feel it. So it's yeah. easier to say, you did it that way. You got to deal with it. And I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, even myself, we're not perfect. Right. right. So I might say somebody made me upset. Then I got to hold myself accountable and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Right. Motherfuckers will make you pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I'm not even more to that. Right. Because <laughs> I'm looking like, right. you done pissed me off. Yeah, me <laughs> now, how I respond <laughs> right. is on me. Right. This is true. Now, I got to be aware of the emotion because when I'm pissed off, I can fly off the handle with my mouth. So that's me. I've come a long way in that area mm-hmm. by holding myself accountable for being mindful before I speak. Because right. at the end of the day, I don't want to be feeling like I shouldn't have behaved a certain way. Mm-hmm. So that's the way with you grown so you don't go off on people as much. Yes, that's, that's the way. Mm-hmm. One of I'm mine grown. is like I don't cut people off as much. Because <laughs> ah, gotcha. mine used to be like, oh, you made me feel away? Okay. Fuck you. Um, right. On to the next. Yeah. Like, don't you ain't got to worry about saying shit to me no more. Right. And that's not right. Because I'm not giving people the opportunity to mm-hmm. understand how I feel or even adjust. Yeah. And that ain't right. We hold people accountable for how they make us feel all the time. But we're not. Letting them grow. Yeah, yeah. We're not allowing them to grow. We're not letting them know that this is bothering us when half the time it's unintentional. Right. And what's respected is when you let them know how they bothered you and they changed the behavior as a result. Okay. Now, if you don't, 
then that's a different story. Miss Anne, don't change the behavior. I hold myself accountable to move on. Correct. This is true. This is true. But you gave them that opportunity, right? So second chances is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because I would. I mean, I would want one. Right. If I said something to somebody and they didn't appreciate it or they felt offended. I'm, that might not have been my intention. Please let me know so I can correct it and come at you a different way or maybe not bring this up anymore or say it differently. Because I don't want to offend, but I know damn well I'm not perfect. Right? No, nobody's perfect. And, and, and people shouldn't have to feel like they have to be perfect. So yeah. I don't want nobody walking on eggshells, but... Yeah, but let me know. And sometimes I do feel like people feel like they can't say anything because, right. oh, maybe she... Think she knows how to communicate the best, or oh, she mm-hmm. thinks she knows. No, let me know. Right. I even tell my clients in therapy, hey, if I do something you don't like, or you know damn well this ain't gonna work for you. Right. Let me know. Let my me feelings know. will not be hurt. Right. Different things work for different people. Let me know. We can all adjust. That's mm-hmm. what this is about. Mm-hmm. If we want anything to work, we're gonna have to have a conversation. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna have to communicate. Definitely. Um. So we have finances on here, mm-hmm. um, which I think can be tricky. Okay. Um. Because you learn about money. I learned about money, I guess, from my family of origin. Okay. Now, I think as black people that we, in my experience, in my family, that we could have better spending habits. Okay. And break those, I guess, unhealthy financial habits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, one of the ways I start to hold myself accountable is trying to not be cheap, but I'm trying to be frugal. Gotcha. And trying to at least put something back, you know, every time I get paid. And that right. is easier said than done right because i said I, I struggle with that a little bit we're trying to find that balance of budgeting and then putting stuff to the side so i'm still learning about being an adult <laughs> through the process of financial accountability what do you think would maybe help you practice on holding yourself more accountable in that process mm-hmm. well i've gotten in the habit of printing out my bank statements and kind of looking at where my money is going Okay. So when I see it, I'm like, okay, this is where I can subtract. That way I I have more, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's not comfortable with having to hustle to have money. Like, it's not Mm -hmm. comfortable to be on eggshells every time a bill comes, you know, and I work too damn hard (laughs) to not have the money that's needed to take care of stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely um, glad that I'm learning through this financial accountability because it's been a little difficult. Um. I think for me, it's been like seeing what I don't want in life. Like, okay. I don't want to live check to check, and I don't want to have a payday loan, or right. I don't want to have to give my money up soon as I get paid, right. every mm-hmm. time I get paid. So, right. for me, it's been seeing people with poor spending habits, seeing people spend the way they spend, and say, I don't want that for myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's and, a balance between living your best life right, and saving and being responsible and holding yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. And I think people struggle with that. Mm-hmm. I know I struggle with it. And then I struggle with having an opinion about people who struggle with it. If that makes sense. <laughs> um, I don't have an opinion more so about other people because I'd be like, you know, do what works for you. Until they're asking you to borrow money. Now, that's a different story. Well, yeah, people <laughs> usually don't ask me. But I ask you to borrow money. Oh. <laughs> Besides the point. Um, but for me, financial stability is super, super important from a very, very young age. I don't know where I got it from. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's maybe like a pride thing, which I'm sure half of it is, but I've never wanted people to think that I wouldn't be okay mm. without them. Yes, you have That's always been like that. Always. Um, I don't know what somebody said to me, what somebody's done to me, but 
I know people and I know people are like, well, you know, you wouldn't have had that if it wasn't for me mm. or you wouldn't have made it this far if it wasn't for me. And I don't ever need nobody to feel that way about right. me. Right. So I'm just always on my P's and Q's when it comes to my money. Like, I know I'm paying these bills first. I know I'm leaving myself this amount of money mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. for spending over the next two weeks. And whatever else I don't need, I don't want to see it in my checking account. Mm-hmm. It's instantly moving to my savings. Exactly. I'm going to pretend like it's not there. And people right. need friends like you. Mm-hmm. And then, and so that's ultimately what led me into saving more because, you know, we were roommates for like four years in grad mm-hmm. school. We always, I think we kind of knew financially that we kind of like all we had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Like if something happened to your car, I mean, if you got people, that's great. Support is wonderful. Um, however, I've never, the same thing kind of like just you not want to be a burden for people in general or people who you know are already kind of struggling you don't want to put anything else on them plus i know if i hold myself accountable i won't have to right go to those people so it's a balance y'all if you got to ask for money because you absolutely have to then cool but because you're being neglectful towards your own finances that's kind of a little fucked up to inconvenience another person other people just because you're being right irresponsible like get some help um but i think uh finances play a big role in the reason why relationships don't work out oh yeah the top three religion finances and babies (laughs) whether you can or can't have them those are like the top three reasons why marriages fail Mm. as of a few years ago i don't know if that's still accurate research yeah Mm -hmm. but finances are super important um do what you got to do. You don't ever want to be in a position to where you need something. I'm, I know for me, I guess that's a strong motivator for me, mm-hmm. is if something happened to my car or if I need a surgery or if I need to up and go see a family member because something's going on, I don't ever want to be like, I just can't do it right now. I got to wait Yeah. this many weeks. Like That would be mm-hmm. devastating for me if I can't just up and do what the fuck I need to do to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Which is why I have to just, which is why I, you would have to set boundaries with people in your life, such mm-hmm. as friends, etc. Because I'm definitely getting to the point where I'm like, I just really want to have depend on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just turned down a trip with me, y'all, because she said she got <laughs> she got a savings plan and savings goals. I'm like, let's just take a trip. She's like, uh, no, <laughs> okay. That was hard to do though, because <laughs> but that was I a good to, boundary. Right, it was a good it boundary. Was good I'm used to like I love going on trips, but you know, we had just went to Mexico mm-hmm. in March or whatever. But so, um, yeah, that one that one's tough. And I think I don't even I'm not a flashy person, so I think the most of my money goes on probably protein powder and, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure and fruit I'm and sure stuff because you know that stuff gets expensive. It, oh my god, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> me is. trying to you know, what would help people with finances, I think, is going to the damn grocery store once. Mm-hmm. I agree. A yeah. week. Yeah. Instead of going when you got a taste for something. That's mm-hmm. hard to do, but man, if you really wanna save money, you really got to work at it. And mm-hmm. I think as a as young people, millennials we can mm-hmm. do a better job at saving right. money. Yeah, and I think it's a matter of ultimately, like y'all were saying, it's it's a bigger goal than than what's in front of you. Right. You know, like I'm learning to define it. Like in the long run, what do I want my life to look like? Exactly. You know, so I set your life up to win. Right. You know, right. so when you define it in a bigger life goal, mm-hmm. that could be the true motivator. Yes. You know, find the balance though. I'm not saying be a slave yeah, to yeah. saving your money, but at some point though, people ain't gonna understand. Why you why you don't want to go out? Mm-hmm. Or why you don't want to grab dinner? Mm-hmm. And you can. It's not saying don't do those things. But if that's all you're doing and you ain't got no money saved when you know that you can be. Right. What you going to do if your car break down? Right. What you going to do? You know, like, that's just not a position that I 
right. want to be in. Right. Because of who I'm going to up and call to get my car fixed. Right. No, You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about social media posting. Mm. Okay, so social media has basically took over the, the level of communication to another level okay for sure and so i think at one point you know just flying off the handle saying whatever you want to say on social media because if you're a social media that's cool but at what point do you not make social media a journal or mm. a diary for what the hell you're going through in your personal life mm. and actually get off social media and hold yourself accountable to do the work right. for the pain and the stuff that you're posting Ooh. about on social media right that's the truth it's, right there because I, I see it a lot. A lot. Um, All the time. Every and day. I think, if you get on there every day, you're going to see something. Right. And the, the interesting part to it is when you see it mm-hmm. and you reach out to the person that's looking like it's a cry for help. Yeah. The response to it is not receptive. Like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much for trying to help me. It's like, mind your business. <laughs> I'm good. And move on with your life. I'm you know what it's like? Ain't you posted it. On. I saw it. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I will never forget. This was um, a long time ago. And I saw somebody that I knew, mm-hmm. and she was going through something, and I saw something to make it seem like, okay, this is not you. Mm-hmm. And I hit her up. I said, look, this is not really the proper way to express yourself. I advise you to, like, get off social media. If you need to call me, we could talk. Mm-hmm. And she hit me up later and said, thank you so much for that, because I really needed that. Yeah. You know, that was a cry for help. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, some people are not interested in you saying anything mm-hmm. to them. And what I see on social media a lot is people incriminating themselves <laughs> all the time <laughs> i was like come i mean send yourself up for the send yourself up for failure like and then so social media can get dangerous because you're trying to get a job somebody can go back and find an old video or something <laughs> somebody's but, hashtag right and so thankfully i have and then you know facebook will let you know how you was 10 years ago so i'm gonna say thank Memories. god for growth <laughs> look i'll be seeing mine i'm like oh my goodness i'm gonna say thank god for growth on that okay. but who is this takisha where did she come from? oh my god i don't know her 19 year old me was just feisty <laughs> Um, oh, we and I'm still feisty, but to a certain mm-hmm. level, I hold myself accountable to just not be as impulsive on right. social media. You're right, and like you, like we've been talking about, it's a matter of balance, you know. Yeah. Um, it's social media has become this this big old phenomenon that people mostly use on their daily lives. Like they wake up and the first thing that they do is check social media. Man, and screen time will have you thinking, "What the fuck you doing with your time?" Exactly, exactly. So yeah. I think. We have to have some form of balance in order to feel connected to the outside world. Like, right. I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, Super Soul, and I forgot the name of the person that was on there, but he was basically saying a lot of a lot of the stuff that we do is autopilot. You know, we're not really fully aware in that moment. If you if you're in the shower, are you actually in the shower? Nobody's or are present. you mentally at work? You know, like yeah. you have to be present in the moment. Yes. And I'm, it's very, very hard for, for kids in this time, especially. And I think parents have to hold themselves accountable to mm-hmm. not to not be lazy as parents and just throw a cell phone in their child's yeah. hands. Yeah. Um, but you you have something on there about like a talent or an interest or something mm-hmm. that you're working on. So I think a lot of times people forget about their goals or something they have set for themselves because we are spending too much time with their phone in our hands. Mm. And so for me... I try not to. Lately, I've been trying to stay off social media just because I could be reading a research article, you know, or I could be doing something else that's going to help me get to my goals, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And with that, you know, sometimes people see 
people living their best lives and they feel like they have to rush to get to that. You know, um, That's true. there's this false pretense of having to appeal to whatever on social media when you're really not happy with the life that you're living outside of it, mm-hmm. you know? So it's not putting up this facade to appeal to people. Mm-hmm. Or being of, mean is in yeah. the comments to people because yeah. you're miserable in real right. life or something because people are very mean mm-hmm. on social media. I'm always very surprised at some of the stuff that I read. I'm like... I'm not surprised. People are mean. I can't believe some of the stuff that I see on there. Like, yeah. I've even had people say stuff to me because I comment every now and then and I've gotten some left. <laughs> Like, out of nowhere, like, do I know you? But what did I say? <laughs> yes, hold yourself accountable to taking care of your unhappiness yeah. in your life versus mm-hmm. going off on people on, in the comment section on social media just because you're mad about something. Mm-hmm. Like, that's ridiculous. Or yeah. shaming people on social media. We just have to hold ourselves accountable for our own happiness and stop being bullies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Find a hobby. Find a hobby. I mean, one of mine is, you said reading. Mine is, I've also been picking up my books more lately. At that's least right. reading a, a chapter a day, even if I'm not doing that. I'll throw on some music. I'm working on a new puzzle right now. Mm-hmm. I'll randomly pull out my paints. Just something nobody else has to see this. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody else has to do it with me. Mm-hmm. But they it don't doesn't see it, cost it don't any count. money. That's the generation we no. in. If they don't see it, it don't count. Exactly. Mm-hmm. For other people. But for me, right. I'm like, I can take a break for all this because this is something that nurtures my soul. And it helps me in the midst of reaching all my other yeah. goals and dreams in life is when I take a minute out and do things. For you. Just for me. Right. Yeah. I love that. I like that too. Yeah. And but we also have to take into account like social media has been positive for some people. It's no, very you positive. know, like some people are really creating some, careers out here. Aspects. Yeah. Shout out to them people creating careers though. Okay. Like, go you. Yeah, yeah, shout out to those social media comedians. <laughs> oh yes. my god. They the internet. The internet. They you know cause black Now when people, I am on social media, that is what I yes, go listen to sometimes. Like, oh they funny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, this session, we basically talked about ways that we hold ourselves accountable in terms of financing, in terms of our physical and mental health, and mm-hmm. just um, finding a balance on social media because with this new wave of technology, we have to find a way to keep everything balanced and still mm-hmm. try to reach our goals and not get so caught up in scrolling. I don't believe that checking your phone should be the first thing you do in the morning. Right. Um, so that's probably something we can step back from as, as a human race. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you guys want to wrap this session up? Yep. Yeah. Alrighty. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. You guys, y'all can talk. I'm gonna edit it. Okay. I I was gonna. You you forgot your password. That's it. (laughs)